we've been subjected to this past week basically a horror show. I can't believe what I'm seeing on television. I mean, I guess fine. It's like this is the world we live in now. Uh, basically, you wake up and take your first breath, and there's your trigger warning. Yeah, um, it's really crazy. Uh, you know, I don't, by the time this goes up, I mean, who knows? Abortion could be outlawed. Black people could be in outlawed. slavery. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, let's hope it Islam doesn't go that way. Be illegal. I don't know that it's going to go that way because you know there's been a lot of support for um, for uh, Brady Ford, uh, uh, Blazy Ford, Blazy her name. Ford, yeah. Doctor Blazy Ford, Doctor Ford. I, I God, I admire that woman so much. She's so strong and, and, and she's Dr. so brave. And Doctor Ramirez, yeah, and um, Doctor Doc, Zayas, Doctor popped um, into my head. Switnick or the new one today, Sweat Swetnick. Another doctor. Wow, this I guy mean, I, I don't apparently know. has he Are has a, doctors. Apparently, he has a type when it comes to you know uh, sexual assault. I mean, they're doctors of survival. I think that pretty much proves it when you see the consistency of the type of woman yes. that is accusing him. You go, okay, red flag. He, you know, they it matches. It lines up. She has now credibly accused him. Uh, there are four women now that have credibly accused him, and that's not counting all the ones who, I suppose, were sort of additionally assaulted based on who he, uh, Kavanaugh, taught to, to, to sexually assault women. Well, I mean, I assume there's got to be dozens, if not hundreds more. I mean, right. Because right now... Hit, for him personally, you mean? Yeah, I mean, we're, oh, I yeah. think we're kind of going chronologically, and so we're only up to, like, when he was 17, I'm assuming. Oh. I mean, how about all the people he assaulted in his twenties um, and his thirties and forties? You know, and and they say that a man reaches his sexual peak at a certain time, but this isn't about sex. No, it's no, about no. power. It's about, and he's just getting to his most powerful. I mean, that's the thing. Here we have this guy who just seems like, I don't know, your average like soccer dad or whatever. All right, but yeah. he's basically like Ted Bundy's running buddy. Uh -huh. I mean, this guy is like the most depraved monster. To walk the earth. Can Trump pick him? <laughs> mm. Oh, but but you know what? I, I heard this awesome chant this week, like, of women. Mm. Oh, there's, there's so many. There's so many women. Yeah. But, like, there was this awesome chant. It goes, I believe the liars. I believe the liars. And I was like, that is so heavy. I haven't heard that. I've heard him saying, like, um, I believe... Survivors, I've heard that. I believe survivors, but I haven't heard I believe the liars, but that's another level right there because it's like, you know, let's go ahead and say it. It doesn't really matter. I believe you. Yes. You know, when you start talking about things like due process, I go, okay, I'm sympathetic to due process. You know who else has a due process? Women. And uh, their bodies, and they have a due process to get to that. And, uh, you know, you Wait, should respect it. What do you mean? What's Well, you can't just take it if they're not giving, uh, oh, if they're not willing to. Snap. You mm -hmm. mean consent. Yes, that is basically it. I tell you, when they talk about due process, it just makes my blood boil. Because where was her due process? Where was her, where was the law? People who hide behind the law. Oh, it yeah. It makes me Oh, it's sick. infuriating. This it's guy like, is about to become a judge in the highest court in the United States of America, mm -hmm. and they want to make it about the law that he raped somebody. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, you can't blame him for that because he was just a young guy, and all the young guys love to drink beer and jump on girls. Yeah. And not only that, but there's no evidence. And, like, what do you need? A video? I right. mean, a, a, like, a porn? What I, here's my favorite thing about Nowadays, it. if there's not a sex tape, it didn't happen. Oh, yeah, right. Um, and you know that he, he probably did make a sex tape of it. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. He's probably got a vault filled with them. And that's the ironic thing. If the FBI would investigate... We would find all the sex tapes. They would easily be able to subpoena the sex tapes... And then we could, they could take them out and have a look at them personally. Yeah. Don't need to see it. These girls are not that hot. But, well, and, and he's they, not they, my ideal they anyway. May, they may have been when they were younger. Oh, that's true. They were teenagers. Uh, you know, hey, look, I reserve judgment on that. But I will say, it's not going to happen anyway. It's all academic. I think they're going to vote on this guy. 
and just ram him down the throat of America and put him on the court where he will be for the next 40 years. And here's what's even worse. They're already starting, you know, the, the, the what do you call it, the resistance to the resistance, because this is going to continue after he's approved. Fuck they are yeah. coming after him. Oh, we are not going to take this lying down. We want him off that court, off that bench. Oh, he has where to go he can to make jail. decisions. Yeah. He's a fucking rapist. He is clearly, it's, I mean, it's mind-boggling that we even have to say it. He's a serial rapist, documented, proven by the words of these women who, and God bless the women in the Senate. God bless oh, Gillibrand. Please, yes. Thank you. God bless uh, Mar- Hi, Elena, Elena Marcos. Which one is? Yeah. What, yeah. Um, oh, right. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of her. But the one in California. Oh, in the Senate. My favorite in the Senate. The you know, Auntie Maxine. One. You know. No, no. She's not oh, in the Senate. She's in the Congress. But they talk. But Hadeo. They talk. She provides. Mazay. Now, who is the one? Mazay Hidodo. <laughs> yeah. Right. You're talking about that pineapple woman. <laughs> she is really good at telling it like it is. You know, they don't mince words in Hawaii. They got yeah. one word for hello and goodbye, and you can take that and put it right in your dick hole. That's nice. Yeah, I like it. I like how she says, uh, she's like, look, I don't think he deserves any sort of benefit of the doubt or whatever you call it. I believe the the survivor. I believe Dr. Ford. And either you believe thing, they go, well, could it be false accusations? Well, okay, hmm, false accusations. You mean like the false accusation that you're making right now that she's lying? Right. No, that's exactly yeah. it. So you're basically calling her a fucking liar. And here's something here's something to prove that so this is not a lie. Okay. She's triply victimized. Yeah. Okay. The first thing that came out, he was pinning this girl to the bed hard. Hard and trying to Kiss her and take her clothes off. Hard in more ways than one. No, that's gross. I'm sure. But then look at the second accusation. He stuck his trigger warning member in this other woman's face. Seth, come on. We've all read it. We know his penis in her face, and that's and and you see how that is. That's the, like a new level. You see the mo though, the graduating yeah. from one Getting to another. Worse. And then it turns out, oh shit, he was actually running a whole series of rape parties where girls would go to these parties and they never knew if they were going to be the one to get raped that night. Can you imagine how terrifying that would be? I know. And it's like, okay, we're like going, going to the party. I just, I mean, and I, there's the I line. I'm not the one. I know. And you, you see the line. You're like, and think how evil this is. Like all these like yeah. white soccer bros and lacrosse bros. And you're like, yeah. uh, hey, Johnny, what's going on? And these women are He's cut. like, oh, I'm just in line for the rape. Oh, well, who, who are you raping tonight? Yeah. Sally? Oh, from math class? Um, okay, well, have a good time. Yeah, no problem. It's never a safe space around men. That's especially true. Especially when you're around alcohol. But if you know that an individual that you're acquainted with is going to be raped and not you, at least you know you're not, you know, first on the list Jeez. where people just have sex. I guess. Uh, I mean, it's crazy. Forcibly with other individuals who are weaker than them. They take advantage. They, yeah. They, it's, they drug them. This woman's been brutalized. They roofie them. And, and you know what? And thank and God. Them. Thank God that Bill Cosby is guilty. Uh, but, hey, God, how about a, a life sentence? Uh, an official one, not just a, a one that's probably going to, in fact, be one. You know, right, because, right. I mean, prison's hard on you, but I mean, we know he's going to go to some kind of like, uh, you know, I'm country sh- club. Pretty sure it's going to be an upgrade from his current life. You know, <laughs> I mean, I don't know how well he lives, but I do know that most African Americans struggle. No, it's true. And but, but Pat, here's the thing. Uh, yeah, okay, Bill Cosby going to prison. That's good, but. Right. Um, don't you think it's a little weird? Everyone's so excited that a black man's going to prison. Um, how about sending some white boys to prison? Hmm? Well, yeah. Or if you're going to send a black man to prison, make it OJ. He's a killer. You know what I mean? Well, and I don't care how much evidence you have to fabricate. You want him in jail. He cut that woman's head off. Bill Cosby, much darker skinned. He doesn't get away with it. You see what I'm saying? There really is yeah, but a OJ bias. Yeah, but was found not guilty. T- 
Yeah. And he was framed. He was found not guilty. You don't think OJ was framed? I don't think he was framed. I think that uh, he got away with murder because of racism. Racism. The, the, the department was so racist yeah. that America just watched this happen and said, you know what? We don't even care what he did. This man needs to walk because, you know, we have Furman, remember him? Yeah. Using the N-word into a tape recorder as right. he was describing some, quote, fictitious thing or right. something. Oh, you sure, know. sure. Right. Oh, right, the N-word. That's okay to use. It's if nice you're... that you think, you know, that your job uh, as a police officer is just some kind of fictional thing. Right. And then not only that, but they had that glove that that terrible attorney tried to make him put on. Right. Can you imagine how humiliating that would be if you had murdered your ex-wife and now they want you to try to put your gigantic black hand into this little glove? Right. You know, like, oh, okay, I get it's it. It's kind of like in the slave days, like, get up on that stump and show us your yeah. rippled, thick body. Yeah. Do a little dance, but do it with your shirt off, right? And, of course, it's symbolic. You know, they wanted him to slip Take his hand in that glove. off. Dip him into water. Get baptized. Get baptized. I've been working on that all oh. week. Love Michael Eric Dyson. You know what? Why isn't he the next nominee to the Supreme Court? Can you imagine how what a great Supreme Court? Imagine the opinions written by him. And, uh, the Damn. jurisprudence would be so prudent. Judicious jurisprudence. He is so smart. How did he get to be so articulate? He's so well-spoken. He's incredibly well-spoken. Yeah, and it's just, it's it's marvelous how well, you know, he managed to learn to talk. It's maliciously, malevolently marvelous. Yeah, that's exactly what it <laughs> right? is. I would describe it as maliciously, malevolently marvelous. Just, I can't even get the words out. I mean, out. don't that's you just marvel looking at him that those words are coming out of his mouth? You kind of, it's sort of like when you see a person of color and they turn out to be from England or something and you're kind of like oh, right. double take, like, what, like, what are you doing a show or something? <laughs> I mean, it's weird. Yeah. But they do, some of them are very good at impressions. And sure. uh, when you see it, you go, man, they have a true skill set, you know, yes. that, that goes beyond just sports, okay? It's not, that's what's so racist. It's like, oh, they're good at sports. No, they are talented. They they're, have talent. They can sing. They can dance. They can they can do jokes. They can do impressions. Um, they can do all kinds of they smart They can do stuff. science. <laughs> Google American inventors and see how many of them are people of color. Yeah, that's all Google you need American to do. Google American scientists and see how many of them are people of color. Yeah. Unfortunately, Google American Nobel Prize winners... And not that many of them are people of color. Oh, isn't that weird? Oh, huh. that's mm. So when you get down to who's actually doing the science, yes, people of color. But when you get down to who's winning the grand prizes, oh, oh yeah, I yeah. guess they're not giving it to yeah, the scientists. Uh, yeah, yeah. Thank you, uh, Leroy. I'll take it from here. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, they, right. they, they run it across the goal line like a, like a big fat white fullback. Right. Th exactly. Yeah. The thing is, when we were kids... We would be like, oh, let's see who the great scientists are. And we, we'd look up and we'd, we'd see. We'd go to the library. And we'd look in the, the book and it would say, here's all the people who won the Nobel Prize. And look, they're all white men. Yeah. But now that there's Google, you can Google, like, who are the real American scientists? We and they pop yeah. up. You see that they're all people of color. We're not living in darkness anymore. Thank you very much. There's nothing more frightening than, those, than darkness. Darkness is terrifying when you're talking about the ignorance yeah, of a yeah, white yeah. brain. Ignor right, it's right. almost like we're reversed, you know. Like, like as a white man, I know that the darkness. It, it's it's almost like there's a reverse sun in my head that's uh -huh. soaking up all this privilege, oh. and 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 yet in in there's a black heart beating at the center yeah. of my brain. <laughs> I mean, yeah. and I don't mean it in a good way. No, no, no. In not a, bad a person's way. of color heart. Not a good, a, not a good black heart. A bad black a heart. A bad black heart, like somebody on death row or something. Yeah. Well, I, can I tell you a story? I was on the subway earlier on my way home, and I saw this woman, and I don't know why, but she kind of caught my eye, right? And this is how I, you you start to see like maybe things are not how I perceive them, and mm -hmm. I, I, my attention kind of fell. We happened to smile at each other once, and I noticed she was really cool, smart. She had like a, like kind of a short skirt. Reading a book, I'm a married man, so meaningless to me, of course. But when she was tying her bootlegs, uh, mm. she put her foot up on the, and and I, I saw her underwear for six or seven seconds. And okay, I'm like, okay, 
that's perfectly fine to be free with yourself and all that. And, and I respect it. I think it's cool. And my mind starts to wander because I just kind of like drifted. And then I realize mm. like, uh, oh, wow, she's starting to kind of like cover up and put on her coat. Mm. And I'm like, oh, my God. I, I just completely started daydreaming. You know, I was thinking about other things and where I, I was just kind of kept my eyes on where I had noticed her legs before. And I kind of woke up and like I said, oh, no. And, and, and so about that time, a train stopped at Columbus, you know, and uh, we both got off the train, uh, Columbus Circle. Yeah. Uh, it, I mean, my stop is a little further down, but I did. I felt bad. And this poor woman who I bothered, I want to apologize. I just feel like I, I feel compelled. because, And you know why? There's not that many allies. No. And they need to know they're there. And oh, if, God, I, yes. if, if, this, if she thinks I'm a creep. Especially now. Then that is because, you know, perception is reality. I'm a creep, you know, and now she, I'm not a creep, but she saw a creep. You yeah, see yeah, what I yeah. mean? She says, I don't want her, what do I want her living in this frightening world? You know, so, right. uh, you know, she's still, um, she gets off the train. And I didn't want to just like crowd her or whatever, you know, I, um, so I kind of let her get a little bit ahead and I stood by the stairs. And I would just kind of look up, you know, as she was going up, just to hmm. keep an eye on her. I didn't want her to get too too far away. Uh, and, um, well, once we got outside in the sunlight, this is what was kind of weird, because I realized, see, um, I had I thought what she was wearing was kind of a fun, cute, kind of sassy Catholic schoolgirl look. Yeah. Actually, it was her uniform. It was... And it, <laughs> Because in the she was a, 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 a like a high school uh, woman, you know, like um, oh, you mean she was like a teenager? Oh, and huh. now, so you were kind of like sti- like creeping on like a fifteen year old. But or I something? no, see, she thinks I was. I was just. It's I, it's not that complicated. Well, did you? Talk- I happened to see that, and then I no, I I didn't talk to her because I, you know, I didn't want to, it took me a block or two to even figure out that she was young, you know. Wait, wait so you were like following her? Well, I was trying to apologize, but I also didn't want to run up on her and be like, hey, and plus there's a lot of people around. So how were you trying to apologize? Well, I was going to wait until she just, you know, got a block or two off the beaten path and say, hey, you know, um, I don't know if you, I feel really bad about that. I want you to know I'm a good dude. I'm yeah, an ally. I'm not you a know? creep. I mean, you know how you just like follow your nose sometimes or whatever. So like, I feel awful. There's this young girl and now... I, who I had thought she was a, a grown woman, but, you know, in my defense. Now, here's why, why I thought she was a grown woman, because yeah, she was yeah. reading a, young adult fiction Oh, for adults, right? Well, so, I like, mean... Like Harry Potter? Young adult fiction. No, it wasn't Harry Potter. It was something... I don't know. It had a woman, a girl's name in the title or something, but okay. she was reading it. I thought well, it young didn't... Young adult is usually, I, like, teens and stuff. But it's young, well, young, adult. I figured is for adults. That's misleading. That's very Could misleading. Be. Could be. Well, okay, I didn't know that. But the longer we walked, it it, it did, and it did. It started to get kind of weird because I knew she'd noticed. She had mm. to have noticed. I mean, like we, it, it, it was. There was basically her and me at this point. You know, yeah. I mean, we were quite. We're fifteen blocks away from the train, and you know, how far behind her were you? I was probably 20 yards behind her. And so I figured, well, okay, time to close this gap, you know, just say you're sorry. Right. And just get, and look around for the train. Mm-hmm. But, and she had kind of stiffened her pace, and I was getting kind of tired. I'm like an old man. She's got those young legs, <laughs> you know, full of energy. You so young. And uh, so I just yelled, hey, you know. And then without even looking back, she starts running. What? Yeah. So I'm like, great. She either didn't hear me or she didn't recognize me from the train. or before. I mean, you know, what... Right. So I'm like, this poor girl, she thinks she's being followed by a predator or a creep or something. I'm thinking, oh, no, because lately, I don't know how you are about this. I just want to be a man who reassures women. I yeah, want to yeah, be yeah. like a total ally. And I don't have any kids, you know, like mm-hmm. I, uh, my mm-hmm. own biological kids. But I do think I'm getting older and I have a lot to give to like a daughter, you know. Sure. Uh, I think I can be like, I'm not the wisest to you because we know wisdom is kind of reserved for, you know, women and girls of color. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like even maybe two daughters, I think I could just have a lot to share. So I have a lot of good life experience, but the kids these days... You know they're smarter now. We know that. Oh yeah, 
and they're more well, vulnerable. They've got cell phones. They've got social media. Oh, they've right. Got- they've got the whole world in their hand, but they're more vulnerable than they think they are. That's something mm. that's true. And well, that's definitely life true. comes at them hard, and they grow up fast. And uh, so I know if I'm going to share, I need to, I, it can't be some 20 year old girl. I it's somebody who you know I can really help because yeah. I'm not, I'm kind of a dum dum, you know. But I deserve. So I probably at this point, I'm just look, dude. I'm just some white man trying to fix this white man's so world. So did you um did you like chase her to like be like, hey, hold up, hold up, I got to talk to you. I sort of like. I, I, for a moment, I was like, do I have this in me to do this? You know, and really? I was like, you know what? I'm not going to give up on her now. I'm not going to give up on that. What kind of night would I be if I'm just going to give up when it gets a little hard? So I'm like, dig it up, old Come man. On, man. Let's <laughs> yeah. go, you know? And I just, and last I checked, grown men can still run faster. They sure than can. teenage girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, I took off and, and we, I was in a full sprint after. And I was, and I was kind of glad I didn't have my guitar with me at that moment because I was wishing, I was, I was like, I would love to play her a song, you know? Yeah, like a, like a wandering minstrel. Exactly. And say, like, look, this is my song I present to you, my lady, you know? And I could tell she was into music because she had her flute with her flute case or whatever. Mm-hmm. She had a flute with her. Uh, I saw that on the train, so I was like, okay, she's into music. Yeah. Um, come to think of it, I guess that is kind of like mostly for... She's, I, in fact, I might have been where, she might have been late for her flute lesson. That's why she was running. Mm, okay. To get her flute lesson. Yeah, probably. Thought, you know what? Maybe we could play together. It would be so great. Because it'd be novel, like this 40-something-year-old guy yeah. and this like 15, 16-year-old girl. And sure. She plays the flute, and so you got to like see that, you know, sure, that like it can be inter- cool. Intergenerational kind of... But, you know, intergenerational, but at the same time, we're all one generation. Yeah, we're all made like we're from all brothers the same. and sisters. Mm-hmm. So what happened? Did you catch her? No. Um, she she ran into this, like, dry cleaners, and uh, that was the last I saw her. Is that she was talking to... She was out of breath, and she looked terrified, frankly, and she was talking to... Uh, uh, an Asian gentleman in there, uh, and, and and like as she was talking, I did the the guy for some reason looks right at me, and so I'm just like, all right, fine, you know what? Um, she's safe. That's all I care about. She seems safe. Yeah, I thought this is this is good. That's I've seen nice. her to her location, and um, you know, I you feel good about it, mm-hmm. like because. It, it's these opportunities don't come along every day to do that to and, like and be of service to be a service to be a, a real man. You know, a man who defends women, a man who doesn't tear them down, a man unlike Kavanaugh, you know? I mean, like, my deeds won't be famous, you know, but I but I know them, and you know them, and, and that girl knows. Yeah. You know, she, she knows, knows she has an ally out that there. That guy was looking after me. And she doesn't have to be afraid of all the Kavanaugh's of the world. Not anymore. <laughs> well, hey, you know, and, and let me ask you something, because, I mean, and Please. I don't mean to dominate the whole, no, like, no, sort no. of... No, no, that was a I, wonderful... Wonderful story, kind of very inspirational. It makes me sort of want to, maybe because sometimes you know, I'll I'll be wanting to like, you know, I'll see a woman and she's wearing a pussy hat or she's got like a really cool resist pin, yeah, and I'll start talking to her on the subway or getting coffee somewhere because you know she's woke, yeah, and I'll be like, I'm with you, yeah, and and then like I'll try to sort of start up a conversation, but then I kind of worry that maybe they think I'm just pretending. Yes. So I get yes. more like into it. And then I don't know. I mean, sometimes I, these, sometimes these interactions don't really actually turn out so great. I mean, cause they really look, they rightfully judge us on our appearance because frankly, you know, we look like a, a couple of just lame ass old straight white men. And you know what they're coming after all the time. We look basically like Kavanaugh mm. on the outside. You have to just accept that we live in a world of Kavanaugh's. We're going to get sort of, there's a little bit of, you know, there's a boundary. Boundaries, like we said. I'm not violating a boundary just by no. trying to apologize to this girl. No, You're God not violating no. a boundary by, trying you know. Trying to relate, like, as like a fellow pussy yeah, and talk about your experiences, whether they be, you know, things that you've personally been through recently yeah. or things that you would like to do, your dreams, your hopes. Why can't you share them with a stranger who's yeah, the like, opposite, uh, hey, a different gender? Were you opposite. at the Women's March? Um, I love Ruby in Paradise. That's one of my favorite movies. Yeah, and then you're like, 
boom, you're off to the races, right? Just but, to have a conversation. Yeah. But you know what happened, like, over Jouvert? Did you go to Jouvert this year? You know, I wanted to again this year, but last time I was just so terrified. I found myself just gripped with panic the entire time. I'm down with the culture. I'm down with the cause. Gunshots kind of freak me out, mm. you know? And and uh, I did hear a lot of gunshots. So I well, thought, you know what? This year, I'm going to kind of support it from home. I went this year to sort of try to be like a human shield. Well, for those of you of, of, of who don't know what Jovert is, it's, it's basically like some kind of a Haitian voodoo celebration of like Santeria, uh, all mixed up with uh, the criminal element and... Uh, you know, uh, uh, it happens in Brooklyn once a year, and of course, the mayor's always hassling him. He's kind of cool though, because he sort of looks after to make sure he's down with it. The cops, though, I mean, they showed up in force this year. Yeah. I heard. Yeah, did they? Were they able to have a good time in spite of the cops? Well, like I went there to try to be, like I said, to be a human shield between the participants and the and cops the po- and the police. Right. Right. Yeah, and, and so they would like, never dream of shooting. You know, some Kavanaugh-looking dude like you. Right, right. So, for instance, like, there were these guys trying to get into Jouvert, and they had these backpacks, and the police were like, open those up. I want to see what's in that. And I was like, hey, leave them alone. How come you didn't stop that guy with his bag? Because this other guy had gotten through. And they were like, oh, yeah. So they went and stopped that guy, and I guess he had a bunch of, like, mm. I don't know, hammers and... Like maybe a machete or he had some stuff. I don't really know what whatever it was though. They were paying a lot of attention. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. So then the cops were like, "Why don't you shut the fuck up?" And then I went in, and then wow, then these guys came and they kind of like uh, they kind of beat the shit out of me because I guess their friend got busted because I called attention to. I I wow, that is so. Real though, you know what I mean. It was I a love great experience. Getting beaten up by true people of color. Yeah, the real. It's experiencing the culture firsthand, and basically the only way we know how. I mean, in a weird way, like when they were like kicking me in the gut mm-hmm. and like telling me what a like a piece of shit I was. I just felt like one of them. I'm like, it's almost like a kind of acceptance, you know. It if is. they spare it, it, your life, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sort of felt like an initiation. Like now I'm one of you. I love that. That's that is a and 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 though you may have to be initiated again, you know, you may there, there's it, believe it, me, you, it's not one big club. There a, are it's many a lifelong struggle, many stops along the way, and and a lifelong uh, celebration of togetherness yeah. as well. You know? Yeah, I mean, like I. I love that parade. I love that it starts at four in the morning, you know, because mm-hmm. it means it's going to be nice and like, you know, it's sort of off the beaten path. And, sure. and of course, they tried to make them start it at a reasonable, a quote, reasonable hour, you know. Why don't you meet up during the day? Why don't you meet up at like, uh, say, 9 p.m. or something? Right, right. Oh, right. I'm sorry. Uh, you know how they're always talking about, I'm talking these fascists are always talking about a nanny state, you know, taking over yeah. and everything. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, it, w- what kind of state is this? You're trying to tell me my bedtime when I can't parade and, and peaceably assemble right. in the streets with my friends, with my friends who are covered in talcum powder and chicken blood. That's their culture. There's nothing. Look, I. Do you ever try to put a bone through your nose and <laughs> see? Like it is really not that easy. I bet. I tried <laughs> putting a saucer in my mouth once. Oh my goodness. I just took like a little teacup saucer. It looks like it would be so comfortable. Oh, but it's not. It's <laughs> but it's not comfortable at all. It really hurt, which gave me a lot more respect. Yeah. You know, for the people who do it. You got to work up to it slow, I guess, you know, start with start with a quarter. <laughs> Eventually, a half dollar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you can get past that, you're down. Hey, uh, you know, we consider ourselves... Now, I don't know about you. I uh, I think that this is true. You can either be part of the problem or you can be part of the solution. Amen. That's my only religion, really. And now what's the first step in finding a solution? you got to find a problem. And then once you find it, you got to tell other people about it, validate that problem, and let other people know you saw it. 
Yeah. And fortunately, these days, you don't have to look too hard for problems. They are everywhere. You want to find a problem? Just look in the mirror, man. <laughs> Starting with looking in the mirror. I took all the mirrors out of my house. Really? Yeah. How come? Because I just don't want to be reminded of the oppression that I've brought. Yeah. Because you know what? The oppression that I brought is not only against other cultures, other people. It's towards myself. Because I'm a part of that now. You know what I mean? I was oppressing mm. myself. That's how twisted we are. Yeah. I think, I, in a, in a way, I probably suffered the most from it as having two roles, both the oppressed and the oppressor. That's interesting. And so I don't want all the mirrors out. You know what I did, actually, because I don't have any mirrors in my house either, um, which actually sort of annoyed my landlord when he found out that I had um, removed the medicine cabinet. But <laughs> Well, um, Sorry. Not your place, you know. <laughs> I kind of wanted to... I was walking in the street, and people were just, like, bumping into me and stuff, and I was like... I was like, I'm gross. And I was like... Wow. I need to be reminded of how gross I am. So, whatever. I was passing the gap. So, you know, that, that clothing store. So... Oh, of course. Yeah. I went in, and I said, can I use a changing room? And they were like, well, what are you trying on? And I was like, I actually just want to use the mirror. They were like, well, you need to be trying something on. So I'm like, fine, fine. So I, like, I grab a pair of jeans or okay, something. Okay, I admire you for doing it that way. You see, I'm going to get a workaround because I'm the kind of guy that I'd be like, I would stand on principle. No, I can come in here without trying anything on. But, yeah, that's smarter. Yeah, so like, I grab these um, jeans. So I go into the, into the dressing room. And I'm like, so I take off all my clothes. Because I'm like, I want to see the full ugliness of colonial colonialism it's a changing room why not take off your clothes and maybe i can change maybe you can change so i'm just standing there and i'm looking at myself and i'm just looking at like my ugly face Mm -hmm. and my ugly body yeah we have to look at ourselves just really looking at myself yeah that's the way to change is to Um, look at your naked body in a changing room in a gap and I just started to, like, cry. Oh, my goodness. And I was, like, howling. Oh, no. The one of those trying... real bad ones. Yeah, but oh. I wanted to get it all out. Yeah, once it starts, <laughs> it's like you have to let it go. You it was like primal, it was cut like it off. primal scream. Oh, my gosh. Like tears for fears shit. You oh, know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. And, like, they came and they opened the door. And I was just like... Help me. <laughs> oh my God, that's so brave. That is so brave it that you did crazy, that. It was crazy, man. You know what? A lot of people will not let people see that. And you, not only, you gave them such a gift that day by doing that. You know, whoever it was that came back there and got you out it of that was room. Like and this I'm young... sure they wanted to get you out of the place as quickly as possible. Well, just for my own sanity to get right. me, yeah. I, this is too much self, uh, you know. Uh, looking at right actually it was like this young woman of color i guess she's the clerk the manager or whatever and she kind of oh, well, she can't be the owner well i think she might be the owner right well i think she the gap is not like franchised it's like oh, well, anyway so she wound up um whatever i wound up in an ambulance what well i kind of couldn't calm down oh my god i can understand and i that, was kind you know? of really like i was Rocking back and forth Because then I noticed that there were a lot of mirrors I guess I hadn't seen myself in a while and I think this must be what they call the white man's burden I, You know what, this, it might be This borderline anxiety, panic attack Well state. also speaking of which I've, I've sort of put on some weight Oh, And I hadn't realized that I hadn't really seen myself Oh that can do it too Yeah, yeah Especially like, this time of year you know, you're like, well, swimsuit season's over. Maybe have that extra ice cream cone or something. And sure. you're like, oh, no. And it yeah. can really freak you out. Yeah, just standing there looking at my, my enormous belly. Mm. So I kind of, I mean, in a way, it was like primal scream intentional. And then I was just kind of freaking out. Mm. You try and, to work up to a primal scream. <laughs> like like yeah. primal scream intentional. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So anyway, I kind of wound up. Um, so that's why I, you, you couldn't. I know you were, couldn't get in touch with me for a few days. I was in the locked ward at Bellevue. Oh, my God. That is Which was insane. an interesting experience. 
I mean, it's a great opportunity to meet people you maybe wouldn't ordinarily meet. You know, people in a mental institution, people who are um, attending to people in a mental institution. Well, it was funny because I was like saying to them, like, this people is... on Thorazine, <laughs> sleepy oh, people. Oh, they gave me that. Yeah. Well, how did it make you feel? Did it really did, tired? Did it help you come to like sort of, I don't know, a good place though? Mm. Not Drugs really. are not always the way to go. I was just really tired. I think you just needed a good cry. I think you just needed a good cry in well, a public I sure, place. I sure got it. A good naked cry <laughs> in a public place. I sure got it. We all deserve one God, of those. I can't believe this. Every time we do this show, I wind up talking about me being naked and crying. <laughs> well, hey. I guess I do that a lot. <laughs> it's, it's funny how... It's weird. You know what? <laughs> It's all an awareness, man. It's all an awareness. Yeah, you're right. Because, right. like, you know, I didn't realize, you know, as I was talking about the the girl that I had been following and chasing. Yeah. That, like, hey, wait a second. I know what I am. You know what I mean? But, mm-hmm. like, people define you a certain way. But when you do that primal scream, you know what it made me think of? You know who deserves a good primal scream? Who? Dr. Ford. Can you imagine if she came in to testify and all she did was just primal scream, scream the whole time? That would, and they be, would be beautiful. Like, oh, my God. He's guilty. Send him to jail. Yes. You know? I mean, what would he even get sentenced to in this trial? Um, and I didn't know that you had to go on trial to become a Supreme Court justice. Yes, but I guess you, I knew they had a hearing. I love the way they interrupt it, too. They're so interruptive. They're resisting all the time. But they're violating all these rules. Okay, Chairman, what can we please do the mm-hmm. parliamentary order? Please. Can we, could you respect that? And, of course, Trump He's administration, like, they don't respect anything. No. Yeah. Yeah. We, I, I'll be heard. I will open this meeting. Uh, I will hear other people talk. Right. And then people in the audience are we, like, hey, I want to speak now, too. Yeah, Mr. Chairman, like, Mr. Get Mr. Chairman. Out. Yeah. You gotta get out. Whatever happened to free speech? Whatever happened to freedom to assemble? Whatever happened to, uh, you know, I, I get to say what I want whenever I want and, and to stop you from saying things that are going to hurt my country, country that I live yes. in. Not that I'm a big nationalist, but this happens to be where well, my house yeah, this is. This is where we are now. This is where I belong in terms of, you know, this life anyway. Who knows about the next? But, you know, and this is what we do. We find the problems and we go, hey... And, and, you know, when you find them, you point, and you go, there it is right there. And now I'm part of the solution because I'm pointing to the problem. I'm advertising the problem. I'm making people know about the problem. I'm getting the problem out there. And everything is so noisy these days. So many problems. Mm. A lot of people just go, hey, man, maybe I'll just be kind of like chill about it. Maybe I'll just... Yeah, no, I'll just you chill gotta, out. You've got to yell five times louder. Yes. And ten times louder. Well, Listen, Pat, can I tell you how I've decided to solve my problem? How? Well, I realized, you know, all right, I'm like 48. Yeah. That's pretty fucking old. It's, yeah. I mean, I'm like taking up space. For a white man, yeah, it's old. I mean, because white men use up so many resources and cause so much damage. Yes. We may as well be like. 480 years old. In terms of, of what you've done to the planet? Yeah. Yeah, you're a million years old. So it's like time for me to move on, right? But may I just say, though, 48 for a woman of color? She's getting just right. Oh, yeah. Just getting where you like them. Black yeah. don't crack. How are you going to move on, though? Well, so I decided that... um, From whiteness? No, from my job. So I went and told, oh. I told my boss, you know, I want to quit my job. And um, actually, they weren't as upset as I thought they'd be. But what did she say, your boss? She's, well, it's actually a man. Oh, of course. What am I? Th- <laughs> Sorry. Um, but um, he said, uh, oh, okay, great. Um, well, can you get your desk cleaned out? And I said, well, hold on. There's a condition. He's like, what? Condition of you leaving your job. Yeah, I mean, this is a big thing. Right. Here are my demands. Here's my terms. Um, I want you to hire a young queer person of color to take my job. Mm, A gender queer individual of color. Yes. Will have, is such a beautiful idea. Yeah. Because Um, it's your job, right? I mean, I'm sorry, it is your job. Yeah. So, which means you can give it to whoever you want. Yeah. And I said, and they have to make the same amount of money that I make. Yeah. If not more. If not more. Probably, preferably more. You're right. 
But at least, you know, I mean, we yeah. got to start off at the same somewhat even level. And they were like, my boss was like, uh, yeah, well, that's not how it works. <sighs> And How I many times like, have I heard that? Right, exactly. That's, that's exactly it's what like, they say. So I said, mm-hmm, well, let's make it work. Okay? Mm-hmm. Let's because, make it work. Yeah. Because um, that's what's happening. Hello, uh, 2018's calling, and uh, they want their job. <laughs> yeah, right? And we want, not only that, but we want we want uh, what's right. We want our rights, for Christ's sake. Stop taking them, and hey, be part of the solution, brother. But then they were like, my boss was like, if you quit, we're just going to eliminate your job. He's oh. like, your job, you don't really do anything, so it doesn't matter if... if so you- here, what he's saying, I would rather have a z- zero people yes. than a person of color who's genderqueer, That's what gender I said. binary. That's what I said. Are they gender binary? I don't care. <laughs> something. Just something exotic. Something different from me. Right. Very different. Someone who won't... Stink up the place. Get naked and cry so much. I'm sorry. I don't that do was that slow. at work. I, I'm Come sorry. On. I, mean, I don't that do was, that at work. You know what? I have this cruelty thing because my dad. You know, I can remember. I can count on one time, on one hand, the times my dad and I had a conversation, and he rolled his eyes a lot when he mm. talked to me. Yeah, and I just always thought it was him, but it turns out that's he. Everybody else who knows him thinks he's a great guy. But, like, we just never really had that much to say to one another. Um, but, hey, you know what? I don't need to take that out on you. And um, I'll make that a little more formal next week, Seth. But, you know, that giving up your job and and even just trying, as you did. So did you decide to just keep your job then? I, I did because they said I couldn't dictate the terms of my replacement. And then did they Especially let you... since there wasn't going to be a replacement. Did, did they let you keep your job still? They, they said just come? go back to work. Okay, good. Well, that's... Hey, bullet dodge, huh? Well, I guess because actually I wasn't really sure. Turns out that if you quit your job, you don't get unemployment. And oh. you don't get your health insurance. What? Um, you don't... <laughs> Wow, that's the way they have it, huh? Like, they want you out there. I mean, my health insurance is shit anyway. Like, I wanted to get music therapy, but they wouldn't, um, like, dance therapy. Oh. Because did I tell you about my new hobby? Was that for, was that for your teeth? Because no. if it's dental, they won't cover oh, it a lot of times. Yeah. yeah, but... I've been going to, like, at the park, up in Marcus Garvey Park, they have um, drum circles. Uh-huh. And also in Washington Square Park... Um, Drum circles, huh? Yeah, and I love going and dancing. And this is a type of uh, healthcare. Well, I just find it very therapeutic. Oh, right. And so you wanted your boss to pay for you to go to these drum well, circles. I mean, you were let's be honest. You were going to pocket the money. No, I mean, no, they no. Don't, I was paying. You, you have to pay to be in the drum circle. Well, the if people who run the drum circle asked me to pay them. Oh, I get it. Okay. They said if you're if if I'm dancing to their music, isn't it only fair that I pay them? But they probably did they say it at like that, or did they just ins- just tell you a price? Or I mean, because I, I, I'm thinking about doing it, I want to be prepared. You know, if I'm going up to this drum circle at Marcus Park or, or Marcus Garvey uh, Park, I want to really be prepared because I got uh, again, like I told you, gunshots freak me out. And if there's no gunshots, the, but do the drums sound like gunshots ever? No. And is there any chance of a gunshot up at Marcus Garvey Park? Because I feel like there is. You know what there is in Marcus Garvey Park? And this was kind of a funny story because they built these condos for like, you know, yuppies, gentrifiers and shit. Oh, right. Coming in with their Starbucks and their Whole Foods. Yeah. And then they, but the thing is they look down and they're kind of surprised because there's apparently a lot of, and this is really cool. A lot of people like to have um, sex in the park. Oh, yeah. So they're always looking down and seeing, you know. Queer men of color having um, making love, right, with their you know uh, significant others or, or people just... they just met and made eye contact with, perhaps. Uh, you know, kind I, of. Look, they a, a relationship is a relationship. Love is love. Love is love. Is love is love. Love. Man, that is such a great mantra. I believe the liars. I was unfortunately now. I said, you know, you walk outside your door, you see a problem. Um, Someone defaced a mural near my apartment. What? A cultural mural. What was the it mural? It wasn't. It wasn't officially. A, it was more like a public service announcement on a construction thingy, like mm-hmm. near my place. It was actually written in black marker on the partition, just as "Deport Trump." Deport Trump. I love. Yes, that. 
And every time I look at it, I get the jazz in my soul. Yeah. You know, I can just feel it tapping. I feel my butt. I'm like, yeah, because you know what? There's a little sanity. And it just, you know, art yeah. can be like that. And this morning, I go outside, and my peace and my sanity taken from me. Someone had defaced the message. What? And, of course, what it was was just partially washed off, because it's really, you know, it's hard to get it all the way off. Yeah. But it was crossed out first, so you wouldn't be able to read the message anymore. Censorship. I'm just like, man, I'm sure it was some sad-ass white man, or it might have been... Carmelo the Super, actually. But anyway, I get it. Public art, you know? The living art, eternal change, impermanence, and all that. And I'm yeah. into that. But some things are sacred, and you just leave them alone. Yes. And I mean, if you were a really good artist and you had an idea to change, deport Trump into something, like maybe improve it, like I keep an open mind, you know? Like, I mean, it's, a, it's, it's, but it's there for a reason. You don't want to lose the meaning. Like, deport Trump. Yeah, or a Trump would be good, or if or if you could just, I mean, my idea was just put like a little line and and make that D into an R and have it report Trump, you know. But I thought that's, that's cool, cool actually. It's it's you know, but like deport is stronger. Yeah. And I thought I'm not gonna mess with it. Hey, this is not really. It's mine to enjoy. It's not yeah. mine to co-create. Right. And uh, I was wishing that though that I had kept up with speaking of co-creating my deport Trump project, which was my own little side art project. Oh. I was taking a picture of it every day around the same time of day. <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then the, just have hundreds of them. Yes. Deport Trump. Deport Trump. Yeah. Deport and, Trump. And then I thought maybe I could do it at all different kind of times a day, and it would at least look different. You know. Oh, the way the light is shining. Right. Exactly. Or maybe at night. Go out every night. hour on the hour. Well, I, was, I, I figured I would just record it, and I hadn't even—I didn't even know where I was going to go with it. But I was looking at them, and I was like, "These all look the same." I had like five of them, and like actually, one of one of them was a double. So I don't know, but like, it's hard to tell because when you focus, you're centering it, and it's just the sign. Oh. I was just taking pictures of the sign, and somebody was like, "What? You should be taking like a picture like of the street and the people around and the life." And I'm like, "I see that shit every day." I want the deport Trump sign every day. And so, like, that was my project, and yuck, right? But uh, now, that's my art. It's unobtrusive. It's part of the solution. But if if someone knew a way to prove it, rainbows or something, but this message was just washed off the wall. And I, Seth, I'll never understand it. These people that just want to kill the life and the spirit of, of a neighbor, it's just destruction for well, destruction's sake. Why didn't you sake. tell the super to stop what he was doing? You should have put your body on the line. Well, I didn't ca I didn't see it happening. Oh. It was just done, you know. That's what they do it in the dark of night when they're if out I washing saw... graffiti, washing the art and the murals off the walls. Jeez. You know, it's just destruction for destruction. What is the Hindu god of destruction? The de Rom-com, Rom-com the destroyer. Rom-com, yeah, something like that. Yeah, and so like so the problem is, you know what I see it as? Mm. It's just a lack of respect, mm. a lack of respect for your neighbors, mm. washing that off, a, a lack of respect for art, a lack of respect for other cultures, and it's a lack of respect for our government, who you know they all want Trump to be deported. Thank you. Who wouldn't want that? The thing is, the, you know what the problem with deporting Trump is? Where are you going to deport him? Nobody wants him. Um, gee, I don't know. Back to hell? Where he uh, came from? How about just like... Because he's, he's Satan? You know what I would love to see? He'd be happy down there, probably. I'd love to see... Maybe the, we're in hell right now. The entire Trump family, okay? Um, Just filleted. Yeah, maybe. I was thinking... Like, all, like, bound together with barbed wire and just, like, thrown out of a helicopter into the middle of the ocean. Yeah. Because you be know like, what? Bye. Yeah. Fuck you. That is for all the lynchings. We don't do that in this country anymore. Yeah. Enjoy your barbed wire uh, fall to the ocean. Yeah. Or put them, all nine of you. Put each of them in a bag with, like, a snake and a monkey. Yeah, treat him like a South African farmer. Yeah. Man, those guys are finally getting what's coming to them. Yeah. In South Africa, those boars. Yeah, also, we know what boars... Oh, I'm sorry, is that South African for racist? All right, great. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, also Why are you own. owning property? There's only 9% 9, 9 of you. Right. But I think that should belong to the people who need the most land, which is the larger proportion of people. Why is this so complicated? Get yeah, off the them, land. Let them, like... Do you realize that if you were to divide up all the land... Then every South African could have like a nice big piece of property, and they grow with their a own beautiful food. house and grow their own food. Yeah, and like just enjoy life and have some chickens and goats and like a big beautiful house for all their 
children and grandchildren. And there were so many kids. You know, they love having a lot of kids, big families, and they would sing yeah, and dance at night on the families. porch, you know, and they just yeah. eat their food and, and drink their lemonade and have a good time. And, like, it can't be like that, though, because we own all the land for farming, for food, for the nation, which, oh, I'm sure that they would not survive. I'm pretty sure they got 7-Eleven, okay? They don't need your farmer's market, right? Yeah, no shit. Uh, why don't the, here's what the farmers in South Africa should do. Go outside with your shovel, dig a grave, get in, mm-hmm. and wait. Yeah, take a nice dirt nap. Yeah, a nice lengthy one. See, I can, I can kind of tell you. I can tell get who, horizontal, bitches. <laughs> I can tell who is good and who's bad around my neighborhood anyway. Like even if I don't know this person, yeah, I don't know their whole life story. I don't need to know it. I can tell by looking at them. I can take one look and I know they're essentially a bad person. That's you know what? I don't know. There's no God. You know, I you know how I know that there's no God, how? because if there was a God, any God who was smart, he would have made it easy to tell the good people from the bad people. And he just would have like painted all the good people one color and painted all the black people another color. He could have just made all what? the people the same color. Wait, wait, did but, you just say he would have painted all the good people one color mm-hmm. and all the black people another color? No. Is that what I said? Yes. <laughs> wow. That's how. Man, see, racism is deep in us, and it's always coming out. Oh, what I, I what I meant to say is, paint them another, paint the black people a better color. And if there's good and better, then the good are bad. Maybe God did it's paint, like, us, paint it's, us that way. Maybe so. And like when you go, that's like when you go sometimes, and they're like, "I'll take a small," and medium is the small. Mm. It's kind of a mind bender. But there we are. And you can always tell the best people because they're the ones who celebrate their culture. That's how I figure out people. I go, I'm making a, but I just want to tell the people uh-huh. I'm making like an explosion in my brain gesture. Yeah. And now you're, you just blew my mind. Oh, geez. You're starting to spin. Don't talk, put the mic down. If you're going to spin, they, when, when people have suffered from their culture in yeah. particular, then they wear a lot of beads they wear a lot of colors, colorful clothing. They have a lot mm. of piercings. I go, that's a good person. Yes. And I say, that individual is a good individual. And you know what? Seth, I have a lot of hope right now that we're going to be able to just fuck up the whole confirmation process and uh, stop this president from violating any more norms of the government. Yes. Too woke to fuck. Too woke to fuck. Too, Too woke to fuck. Oh, I'm white. I have all kinds of information and knowledge and experience that I need to impart on you. And you need to take it and you need to listen to me. Hi, Vladimir. I'm up. Did you have a nice time watching me while I slept? Too woke.